This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. David Housel said it best, the whole of the Auburn experience. It encompasses a wide variety of things, yes, places, but also people and just crazy amounts of things that you can put in the Auburn experience. But at its core, it is all about our sports, our culture, and yes, our family. And because it is all about family, that means that you got to have some Auburn people here to talk about the Auburn experience. I'm here, your host, Kyle Loomis, and the best co-host in all the land, Mr. Austin Scott, is back in the house for episode 26. Welcome back into the chair, Austin. You're buttering me up, which means I've either done something wrong or I'm, or or you're going to tell me something that's not, not good. But uh, it's been a good week, so I don't know what there is to tell me that's not positive on the Auburn front, uh, but I'm more than happy to be here for our Justin Garrett slash Anders Carlson episode number and slash so many other things that you could put in there. There are 26s that we're just leaving out right now. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, I mean, look, it's not the most sexy number. I'm not going to (laughs) lie, but uh, 26 is, is one that I'm probably leaving off someone great. So apologies for any that are listening. That is not the way I thought you would describe the number 26, sexy. <laughs> but here we are. It's a family show after all, but uh, that's where it already went starting off. For those that are regulars here on the Auburn Experience, you'll know that we usually spend the first segment about our, t- we do about three 10 minute segments roughly, uh, doing a little Auburn potpourri, just bouncing around to a bunch of smaller topics. There's too much to talk about tonight. So we've got to hit three big topics so we're going to go ahead and jump right into our first one tonight it's one that's kind of at the very beginning of the week that kind of got a little bit of news we even had a conversation with clint richardson of the auburn uniform database talking about auburn statues because the uh, circulation started going around about uh, john cohen addressing the need to have a representative of women's athletics have a statue and just who's going to be the next statue and he did address those uh, questions about it and uh, did say it is being talked about as we speak. So we talked about the logistics of who deserves a statue with Clint a lot, and then obviously made some predictions, a pretty obvious prediction about who that's going to be. Uh, but we will uh, talk about it a little bit here with Austin, because I know he's probably got some thoughts on it too. So Austin, let me just open the floor for you. Thoughts on the next Auburn athletic statue to come to campus, and obviously in the realm of women's sports, anything that you have around that? Yeah, I mean, it. it's not for lack of deserving, right? Like, it's right. one thing to say, um, we need a women's athletic statue because we need a women's athletic statue. And while I'm a big proponent of we should have, we should celebrate what's equal of both, uh, there has to be some merit to it, right? And, yep. and thankfully, and without any of a doubt, Auburn has merit on the women's athletic side and has for decades and so yeah. i think that there will there is the only difficult choice here is who you're going to pick um and how many can you get done in the next decade uh because there's certainly a plenty of names that that are deserving right. and that could get one um you know i think everyone's talking about ruthie bolton and i think Duh. that 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 is a <laughs> a clear and concise name that is going to get i'd be really surprised if it's not ruthie bolton can we just up. like I don't know how you even don't go there to start off with, with a women's statue. I mean, she, she epitomizes so much of what being an Auburn woman is. 
um, had plenty of athletic success of her own right and of her teams. Uh, it makes too much sense. And, and Auburn's kind of already, already has one with Charles in the basketball area. There's room right there. Logistically, um, Ruthie makes so much sense. Others I thought of um, when I just initially when I it first came out, Vicky Orr is also in the basketball sense. Yep, I think she'd have plenty of room to stand on. Um, I really, well, I really see what you did there. Uh, room to stand. You. Come on thank now. You. Uh, you. Did you thank tee you. that up on person on purpose? I, I mean, you know, I was a little concerned you wouldn't get there, but thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, I would really, really, really like to see because we're about to we've started to hit the diamond sports here with Frank Thomas in a couple weeks. I'd really like to see Casey Cooper get one. Right. I think she's more than deserving in softball. And then I'm gonna be honest, you know, I, I don't think it should happen now. I don't think it should happen necessarily as a shoe in yet. But I think Suni Lee has a has a claim right here soon, especially if she gets another Auburn National Suni has a has a claim here soon. What are you doing tonight? You're making puns <laughs> you didn't even try to do that one, but I gotta point <laughs> no, it out. Like I think she, if she gets another individual national championship or she wills Auburn to a team national championship, and then, oh, let's just say she wins another gold medal in Paris here soon. Suni Lee can get, which, how cool is a gymnastics statue to think about? Yeah. I mean, I'm picturing her on uneven bars in the air, you know, doing her, I'm going to butcher the Nabieva, whatever her routine is. Excuse me? What did you just say? Did you just cuss me out on this? No. Like, her, I mean, that would be one of the coolest statues that is so unique that everyone would be jealous of. And so you've got Suni Lee, Vicky Orr, Ruthie Bolton, and Casey Cooper. And that's that's just scratching the surface. I saw many people mention the nun. Christy Coventry. Christy Coventry. A swimming statue would be super cool. Although, and you look, put the, the statue in water and watch it actually sink. I mean, like, is this? Oh, it's like, I mean, we're going to have water. Sporting oh, out oh from everywhere. This, she's she's yes. like doing the, the stroke, but then there's water shooting out the like the the I don't know we've, sides. We've or made something. this a statue and a fountain. Oh my goodness. Can but you imagine? Look, and I'm you know, I know that we're focused on women's sports and women's statues right here, but I mean if we have a swimming statue and Rowdy Gaines doesn't get a swimming statue, I don't I, really know what we're doing amen. here. Amen. But amen. You know, so maybe we do them at the same time. We have a big swimming statue day fountain statue day but i mean that's just scratching the surface susan nunnally is definitely a revered person on auburn university's campus and has been around for a long time i think a lot of people would love to see her get one um yeah i mean there's plenty of options and so no one can go wrong i think you know as long as we recognize that we have plenty of women's athletic success and there are many options to choose from and that we build it up to be um, something we continually upgrade and continually uh, add more of for those that deserve it and that have merit to get one. Right. And I think, I think Auburn's set to pump out as many as they want to. Well, and it goes beyond that because there are so many people that you could make a case for Mel Rosen and um, yep. uh, Hutzel. I'm sorry. I'm forgetting the, the, the original, you know, there, there, there are so many people in Auburn's history that, deserve their honors i mean we've got two open spaces next to some football coaches statues that are clearly left there for who's to come in mike donahue and in my opinion will be mike donahue and uh oh help me help me um george petrie would be i I believe would be so this is a bigger conversation that we could just have all day 
Um, but, you know, obviously the interest was around women's statue. And, and let me just I'm going to speak for myself here. So I'm, I'm leaving Austin Please. out of this because this could be a little bit of a controversial thing. I think there are some out there that push this narrative just for the sake that we have to have one because we have to all have equality and all this stuff. And I agree with that to some extent. But the fact of the matter is, is that there are deserving candidates yes. because of Auburn's history with these individuals and not just with them here in their time here. I think you've got to do something at a bigger level for uh, Auburn because of Auburn, but also like kind of come back around. The nun to me is the best example of that. This she's made her, her this her whole life. Ruthie is starting to come back into the picture after she's you know everything she's been through in her life and being on the world stage and is coming back around and being involved again. That's a great example right there as well. SUNY has still got some time. I think yes. she, if she does the track that she's doing right now, it'll be just a matter of time before that happens. Um, you know, so there are, you know, should they be graduates? Should they mm-hmm. accomplish this? What are the, those bigger things? This, everyone's going to have their different opinions, but the point remains that, uh, you know, the next statue probably should be someone from women's athletics. And it, I think it's going to be Ruthie. You know? <laughs> I, I, if it's not Ruthie, I'll just be shocked. But, I mean, I think that there is absolutely plenty of choices to choose from, plenty to say, set a timeline and say, okay, this one's going to be Ruthie. It's clear in a way she's a favorite. But these next three or four we have planned out, let's get the ball rolling. Yep. Uh, you know, we just had the Auburn softball Jane B. Moore Invitational. Miss mm-hmm. Jane B. Moore mm. made Auburn women's Thank athletic you. success her life up until the day she passed away. And so uh, Miss Jane B. Moore would be an absolutely fantastic one we didn't mention as well. So there is there is not a lack of options by any means. And I think that that is really important to bring up because we discredit these women by just saying they need a statue because they're a woman. We discredit everything they did for Auburn and everything they did on their own by just saying we have to have an equal amount of men's and women's statues because of equality. These women worked their tails off and did some incredible things, regardless of if they're a and man they're or a woman. They're still doing incredible things, too. Exactly. Whether they're a man or a woman. So let's not discredit their success just because of their gender. And so I, I am thrilled to hear this because I'm thrilled to hear that Auburn's recognizing some some incredible women in its history. And let me just to round out this topic, I mentioned this, you know, we know that there is and to what degree and what this is going to look like, we don't know yet, but some improvements coming for practice facilities for Neville Arena. I can imagine there's probably going to be some other things that come along with that. And that would probably be the perfect time to maybe I want to say reimagine, but put a focus about, you know, where are these statues going to go? basketball gymnastics or otherwise and other women's statues where do, where does that fit best you know yeah. uh, clinton and i talked a little bit about the logistics of going to find these places because not everybody goes to the swimming and diving facility yeah. um a big conversation that is very worth having at some point and we're gonna have to dive deeper into it as these things materialize a little bit but for now we're excited and we hope that we're talking about whether it's the nun Ruthie, somebody else in the very near future. There's some very deserving candidates to get a statue at Auburn. It is March, which means March Madness. And yes, mm. the NCAA tournament is still a week. Well, actually, technically, we can a half, week, week and a half from being, but the SEC tournament 
is here oh, in three oh, days. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. The big dance is still a week and a half away, but it starts really now because the conference championships, their tournaments, factor into this heavily. Yes. And the SEC tournament is decided. We're recording this on a Sunday night. Everything got figured out the Saturday before. And we know where Auburn will find itself in the SEC tournament. And so what I thought would be fun for us to do, just kind of take an overarching look at it and maybe make a little bit of a prediction if we feel like it about what's going to happen. Here's my initial thoughts. I shared these in a short earlier uh, today on social media that I don't know that Auburn could have found themselves in a tougher side of the bracket, but that's traditionally what you want. You know, your one seed's supposed to technically have the easiest route because they earned it. That's Alabama pains me to say it, but it's the truth. And, um, but other than that, I, I thought we would just kind of walk through it and look at it a little bit, but any thoughts just to open up about the sec tournament bracket, Austin? Well, I did th- one aside is I did think about the last time you and I uh, decided to pick a bra- the SEC bracket and go back and forth on uh, on a uh, recorded video on which way we thought things would go. Um, the tournament was canceled the next day due to COVID nineteen, yeah. so maybe maybe we don't go maybe. all the way through the bracket this time and and just <laughs> we can be not superstitious but just a little. Superstitious. I just coughed too. Oh no! <laughs> oh, here we go. Here it's- we go. COVID COVID 20. Here we go. Can, can um, I, okay. Sorry. Can I just, since this is a stream of consciousness show, apparently um, I won't tell you w- exactly where I was when the news started breaking that things were shutting down. And I said, March madness is going to be canceled, but it was right behind this wall. And I won't tell you what I was, what I was doing. It's not anything inappropriate. I'm just, it, it'd be, it's TMI. <laughs> I'll just, I will never, it's, it's those moments in time that you just like sit there and you're like, Hmm. I will always remember this moment. And I'm sad. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sad. I'm where I am and doing what I'm doing when this moment happened. When March oh, yeah. Madness got canceled. So or like it like if it's something where like you're having your wisdom teeth out and you plan all your wisdom teeth surgery around March Madness because you know you're gonna be sitting at home anyway and you just want to watch basketball all day. Mm-hmm. Uh I would, anyway, hate any, get, I would hate for that to happen to anybody. Um that, but none of that, none of that. We get basketball. But this year we got the SEC tournament. It's back in Nashville, not in like Tampa or wherever other these places they keep experimenting with the SEC tournament. We're keeping it in Nashville. Bridgestone Arena is perfect for the SEC tournament. It is. It's neutral. I don't care if you're Florida and you want it in Tampa every now and then. We're not doing it. Everybody hates it. The SEC tournament is back in Bridgestone Arena starting on Wednesday. Auburn is not playing on the first day, Kyle. That is something that could not be said. A, a, just a short time ago that Auburn is not playing on the first day or, and could be out within a matter of hours. Right. And Bruce Pearl teams, you know, are not foreign to starting on the first day and making no. a little bit of a surprising run. Uh, right. So it should show you that really Bruce has just found his sweet spot is on the extremes of what you can happen in the SEC tournament, either just falling <laughs> flat on your face or just surprising every, either surprising everybody or doing as well as you thought they might have. Um, I don't think it's any stretch of the imagination to say that Auburn's probably not going to win the tournament this year, just given yeah. how the season's gone in SEC and seeing how the other teams are out there and given the side of the bracket that they're on. I mean, let me just throw this out to you folks. Arkansas, yes, they have struggled as well this year. This year, this is Auburn's first game. That's a tough draw for your first game. Seven versus 10. Auburn's the seven seed. Arkansas is the 10 seed. If you win that one, Oh, you're just facing the probably the highest ranked and surging team in the SEC because Alabama's kind of I won't call them struggling, but 
slowed down a little bit. Texas A&M in your second game, if you win the first game. Oh, if that wasn't enough, you probably are going to end up playing Kentucky or Vanderbilt, who's come on strong at the end, too. And if that was enough, if you somehow make it to the final day of the SEC tournament, you find yourself probably playing Alabama, who just you know walked through the other side of the bracket, which to me seems very, very easy for them. So what a road, man. I mean, what? it's a road. And, uh, you know, it's so hard to believe Arkansas is the 10 seed uh, in the SEC tournament. But that's their draw. And, you know, I think it's a, it's a tough draw, but it's going to – I think it's got a chance for Auburn. I like that they're playing on Thursday because they've been able to build some momentum here over the last – yes, they lost at Alabama. Yes, they had lost a few games – in succession before that, but Auburn was starting to figure it out. The Kentucky game aside, we're just not even going to mention that one. <laughs> the few game they've been in every game, and especially I with the from crying for that game. Oh, just <sighs> the momentum that they're coming off of this Tennessee game, where you had to go get that game, and you had to go get a quad one win to really punch your ticket to the tournament. I don't want Auburn waiting until Friday to play. You know, I don't. I would love to be a top four seed, but I feel like we've seen before that time off really isn't the best thing. You know, you, right. you've got that time where you're in a rhythm and Auburn's used to playing these Saturday and then Tuesday, Wednesday, weekday games. Well, there's no games on Tuesday and Wednesday means you really suck. So Thursday is your next <laughs> best choice. Thursday is your next best choice. Don't and- hold back. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, look, those bottom four teams suck, Kyle. I'm not going to do that. They're really I bad. Say that because Auburn used to be there. But <laughs> so that's the that's the point you want to be at, and you want to keep building momentum. I think Bruce wants that. I think this coaching staff wants to get 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 the guys stay focused, get back out on the court, and play ball. And and then it, you know, if you can win that first game, you've already got the momentum. You've got the you your legs are fresh after playing a basketball game the day before, while these other teams have been you know sitting around waiting. Um, and so it's all a catch 22, right? Uh, but I like where Auburn's at for this tournament. And I, I think that they can make some noise. I feel really good that they are in the NCAA tournament. They, they won yesterday. They did what they needed to do and they are in the SEC tournament. Now will be about how high they can move up seating. I think yeah. they're set their Their floor is set. It's unless they just get absolutely obliterated by which Arkansas, is possible by Arkansas. Let's be honest. Could happen. But I, I also believe with this Auburn team and this Arkansas team, Auburn can give it to them just as much. I yep. think that could that could really happen on Thursday. Um, not saying it's going to, not saying it's even likely. I think it's going to be a close game. But I think that both sides could absolutely take the other to the woodshed. And so I'm looking forward to it. I really like the position Auburn's in, and uh, it's March, Kyle, and I oh I love March. Well, and just to reiterate this for folks, I want to tell you that. The way that the seeding happened and, you know, because it's all figured out by how everybody performs should show you how competitive this league has been. If you had told me Vanderbilt would be a higher seed in the SC tournament than Arkansas, I would have laughed at you. I, I would have said Absolutely. Arkansas would have been at bottom number three. But that just goes to show you how well some of these teams have overperformed and made this much more competitive. Auburn fans, you've got if, you know, depending on how far you go, Auburn versus Arkansas is going to be a great matchup. Auburn versus Texas A&M is going to be a great matchup. So would Auburn versus Kentucky because you know those guys are going to be motivated to wipe that embarrassment clear uh, again. Now, if Dylan Cardwell's not back to help out with Oscar Shibway, 
<laughs> it's a moot point. Mm. But, um, you know, there are a lot of opportunities for really good basketball in this SEC tournament. So that's my encouragement to you as Auburn fans, but SEC fans too. Uh, enjoy this tournament. The big dance is coming. We know we're all waiting for that. I will be parked in front of my recliner from the moment yes. it starts to the moment it ends. But the SEC tournament is going to be a lot of fun this year, and I am looking forward to it, despite how Auburn may or may not uh, perform in it. Uh, we like to throw some things at you that maybe aren't directly sports-related, but we'll find a way to tie it back, I'm sure. A little bit of news come out this week. We'll, uh, this week, we'll credit to the um, Opelika Auburn News uh, and a story from John West about a new hotel coming to the downtown Auburn skyscape. If that's what you want to call it, landscape, ice, skyscape. It'll look different. That's what I'm trying to get across to you right now. Uh, it's an important for a variety of different reasons. It's not just we want to you know, give free advertisement that's coming, but it's replacing something that was very near and dear to a lot of people's hearts in the Auburn family. It'll drastically change the look there. So the news breaking, the Graduate Auburn Hotel will open up in 2024 on the site of the former Anders Bookstore location, and I'm sure many of the other little smaller buildings behind it. And uh, McDonald's will now be engulfed by tall buildings on both sides of it. So, Austin, your thoughts about a new hotel, a new luxury hotel, it seems like, coming to the Auburn Skyscape. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And uh, I mean, it's sad to think about, you know, the Anders bookstore no longer being a staple uh, of Auburn. And I mean, that's, you know, unfortunately, in the digital age of things, which we're thankful for in some areas, that's how we're bringing you this right here. Yeah. Uh, but it's, that's just the way things have moved, especially in the education world. And so bookstores aren't necessarily a thing unless you want a new T-shirt and you can get those also online. Um but this graduate hotel uh, seems like a good addition to the Auburn city landscape. It, the graduate hotel, for those who don't know, their business model is, is picking college towns. Um, so they are very much focused around providing a hotel experience for families that come in or people to see games or, um, you know, graduation weekends, things that are centered around being in a, things that all encapsulate being in a college town. There's one in, Athens, Georgia. There's one in Oxford, Mississippi. There's one in Knoxville, Tennessee. It is their thing. And so I think it was a matter of time. And I even when you were talking about that article to like Auburn News, um, you know, one of the spokespersons for the graduate hotel company said it was we knew we were coming to Auburn. We knew Auburn was a priority. It was a matter of picking the right spot, the right location, the right time. And as much as we're going to miss the Anders bookstore, Kyle, I mean, there is not a more premier look. It's gone. Oh, it, it's a hole right now, folks. <laughs> it is, it is a 12 foot massive deep hole. Uh, but it is, that is a premier spot. I mean, you are yeah. literally across the street from Auburn university. Um, so I have no doubt it'll do well. Uh, I hope that it brings a lot of jobs and a lot of business to the city of Auburn as an Auburn resident. <clears throat> And uh, I'm looking forward to it. So I, you know, it's a matter of these, the kind of things are, there's things I do not ever want to see Auburn lose. I don't ever want to see Auburn lose Sanford hall, the chapel, you know, different little things that are make Auburn Auburn that are iconic and, and specific. Um, but I think there's also a point to where it, you know, the change is inevitable and the growth of certain things are inevitable Right. Um, as long as you don't lose your value and lose what makes you 
you uh in yeah. this case auburn and the auburn spirit and so um you know it it was gonna happen and i'm okay with it i'm interested to see how well it fits and i, I do think it'll be a pretty good success Right. Well, and there's two ways you could approach this, right? Um, we can look at pictures of what downtown Auburn looked like back at the very beginning of time for them. And it's completely different. It was co- mm-hmm. completely different 20 years ago yeah. to that first picture. So, you know, everybody has to deal with these changes, right? And, you know, so the next generation, this, what it looks like now will always be their Auburn, you know? So That's we're correct. all, there's, this is a cycle. Like we, we don't shy away from that reality. We understand it. But then there's the grumpy old man side, the crotchy old man side that we bring in of, of taking away all these things that I grew up with. And I think that's, that's right. something that we're always going to go with. I, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm shocked that the Andrews bookstore, um, you know, went away. I it was hardly ever full. And I, I knew individuals that worked there. I knew individuals that owned the place. I knew, you know, I, I had fond memories there. I spent a lot of time there because it, would li- it was I lived right behind it and would go in there to get school supplies go get gear things like that Uh, we've even worked with them at e2c network one time so it didn't shock me that it left but it's just you know one of those little things that is gone that you grew up with during your time at auburn so it makes it sad now i will say what i do like that's happening with this hotel and it's already happened with i'm forgetting that what are the ones across the street right next uh to uh, j&m Help me, Austin, the tall one. Across but, the street from well, or the other side of the corner, Tumors Corners, by the bank, by Jane. Oh yeah, the, those are um, condos. They're not yes, but then you, but, you've got the yeah. Collegiate Hotel as well mm-hmm. down there as well. They're really kind of. This is going to make some people mad. Probably, there's a certain um, atmosphere that takes on downtown Auburn at night uh, that. It, got a little grungy at times and Mm -hmm. i think this is helping keep that at bay and yes they are going to be very expensive and i probably will never be staying at them but (laughs) it'll make it'll make auburn look pretty and it doesn't look like from this picture at least the rendering now when you stand in front of it it will probably feel differently doesn't look like it's going to be towering over anything not like some of those almost eight story um housing units that are a little bit further down in downtown so to me it kind of fits and i i can already see it fitting into the skyscape a little bit you look on the top of the rendering and you can see they've yep. got seating up there which is going to be beautiful views of tumor's oh, corner gosh. of hargis yes. hall of i'm trying to think of them all of sanford hall yeah um the aerospace sure engineering davis yep i'm sure you'll be able to peek at the stadium um all all, all those Oh, and and that I think is a really good positive side of a lot of these tall buildings. We've talked about the Laurel Hotel and Spa on here before. Yep. I've not been up there, but I cannot imagine the view on top of it. Um, the that was the collegiate's claim to fame for a long time, and the Laurel Hotel and Spa said, "Well, we're going to go in front of you, and we're going to double you in size." Um, so they kind of lost that part, but. but that's definitely a trend. And so I, like you said, this looks like three stories when you say four, I guess, if you, if you count the bottom. Uh, yeah. five, Math. if you count the rooftop. Math is hard, uh, but yes. <laughs> yeah. So it, it doesn't look too big. Uh, I think it'll probably like perfect. You mentioned the other side of McDonald's. I think it'll probably perfectly be about the same height, um, which, yeah, you have to wonder how much longer the McDonald's. Has I don't got think McDonald's it. is long for this world. Uh, uh, I don't think that the the col- or the uh, Magnolia McDonald's is going to make it much longer. Um, now the checkers uh, over on uh, Glen and um, Gay Street, I believe, is what it was. 
Yeah. If I'm thinking about, you know, that yeah. or uh, was it checkers or rallies? One of the two it was checkers. Yeah. That it's burned down like five. And it's gone now, obviously, but like that thing survives. It's the dawn of time. So maybe McDonald's. Yeah. It, maybe. it survived and it was vacant for a long time. So it, it's pretty impressive. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I think you provide a great perspective on the way Auburn's changed and, and the, what, what you said about everyone has their own Auburn, right? Like, right. We used to, you know, we've all had the time where we were with our parents and say, well, this when I was here and it's like, okay, we get it. But, you know, you and I are less than removed from our parents from going to Auburn. And it's like, okay, well, we're already having the when I was here. Yeah. uh, Back in my day. Back in my day. And and that's just natural. You know, like like you said, the 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 Auburn of even my younger siblings who just graduated is now drastically changed. Right. So, um there's no need to get all, all upset about it. There's plenty of other things to come, become crotchety old men about. Just come to Kyle and I's seminar every Sunday night at 8, 9 Central <laughs> Eastern Time. Hey, we've been pretty good the last few episodes. <laughs> we haven't complained about a lot. Uh, and we've had a few things that we could have complained about. Uh, right. This one, you know, I think I've just kind of got numb to it, honestly. I know it's going to change at this point. I'm kind of ready for the the changes to slow down. And maybe this is like one of the last big, markers of that we're going to stop for a little bit and kind of let everybody figure out this is what Auburn looks like now and I know yeah. change is inevitable but it looks great uh, and I I would hope you know just a, a pitch out there to any of these hotels with these beautiful skylines if you want the Auburn Experience podcast to come up there and record a live show you know we'll we do might it. be we might show how beautiful your backdrop is and do a few pitches for you I'm just saying like you know it's, we'll do it we'll you scratch uh, our back we'll do. scratch yours kind of thing uh, that's, that's right. all I'm saying I- but for now, we'll uh, maybe one day we'll get a tour of it or something like that, and we can talk about it. But uh, the skyline will forever look different with the Graduate Auburn Hotel and many other things coming. And uh, obviously, we will find some reason to be crotchy about it, but accept it all the same. Uh, we bounced all over the different places in this episode, in episode 26. And we thank you guys for being along the ride with us. On the way out, we always remind you where you can find us out there on the social media sphere. Where can they find you, Austin? Austin G. Scott is where you can find me. That's Austin, the letter G, and Scott is where you can find me anytime you want to complain about something about the Auburn City landscape. I'm more than happy to listen. I, I won't listen, but you can still message me <laughs> on Twitter at Kyle Loomis24. I'll just probably post a funny gif at you if, if I just don't feel like arguing or anything like that. <laughs> but at <laughs> Kyle Loomis24, follow the E2C network everywhere. You can find it literally everywhere. Appreciate those of you that uh, stick with us on all the different things that we do out there. That's it for episode 26 in the books. Till we talk to you again. War Eagle. War Eagle.